And we are live on another edition of All In on High School Sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you? Good evening, I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Um, what else is, uh, what's what's going on? How's everything? <laughs> Everything's good. Everything is good. How about you? Uh, everything's good. I'm, I'm fired up. We got some baseball playoffs, MLB, NFL Week 4, college football, NBA preseason, and high school sports, particularly high school football. We're talking high school football tonight, right? We are. We have, uh, we will welcome to the show the Palisades Park football program. Um, and the uh, St. Mary's football program as well. Coach Cronkey from Palisades Park and two of his players will join us, and um, Coach Johnson from St. Mary's. So okay, excited uh, to have them both on. Coach Breslin already, Ramapo High School checking in. Looking forward nice. to another show. And Mr. Kirkpatrick, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of All In on High School Sports, aka the best high school sports on earth. Coach Cronkey's getting some little alerts it. out here. We're getting, getting ready to go. Getting, already getting some love from uh, from the YouTube crowd. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, we also have our pick segment, obviously, yes. coming up. And we will have uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick joining us live tonight. Yes. So he's usually one of our pickers. We just read his uh, picks that he sends us, but he will be giving them live on air tonight. So that'll be exciting. Um, before we bring in coaches, um, Coaches and the players, Pal Park. I think we uh, we want to give a nice shout out to our interns. Yes, we have Rachel, Olivia, and Daniel who are doing a fabulous job for us. We want to thank them for all their help behind the scenes and uh, you know give them the proper respect that they deserve because they're a big help to us. Very big help. Absolutely. Also, our sponsors. We don't want to forget uh, Coach Breslin's watching DMK Apparel. Uh, we have Gym Guys and Kimber's Tots and also Smoky Beard Cooks, of course. So all all good sponsors. Check them out. Okay. Let's talk a little Pal Park football Absolutely. and St. Mary's football, and, and away we go. We have our guests ready to go, so I am going to let them all in. And there's Mr. Beelan, the best duo in the game. <laughs> Let's blank and go. <laughs> all right, as we get everybody ready. Hi, guys. I'm not hey, sure if the doing? problem is I, I see them on your screen there. I don't see them on mine. Okay. I'm waiting on one more to come in. Looks like maybe. Um, uh, I'm here. All right. Okay, he's there. So we have. Uh, yeah, I'm having some cameras. Okay, no okay. worries. No okay. worries. Well, while, while we're getting the camera sorted away, I will introduce you guys to the audience. Um, Coach Cronkey is joining us from Palisades Park. This is his third year at the helm of the program. His Tigers are off to a 2-2 two and two start. They play in the Union Division of the NJIC Conference. And he is joined tonight by two of his players, junior quarterback Nick Palermo and senior running back Greg Hadoulis. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi. Thank you for, for having us. Coach, I got to say, Coach, you right now are the most popular yeah, person on this show. All in, these coach. comments coming in, yeah, Coach, yeah, Coach, Cronky. So all the players are fired up on YouTube. Uh, we have a Jesus Castillo. We got a Donnie and Aiden. Uh, we're, you're getting the comments left and right, Coach. I got to say. You Travis might, is saying Cronky. He might have the record. He does. He, right out of the gate, he's got the record. I'll tell you that. Uh, coach, again, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. We really do appreciate it. Um, you're two and two on the season. Can you talk a little bit about um, this season in particular and your program overall? You know, it, it's been uh, up little ups and downs all through the last three years. You know, uh, to be honest, this is my first time we actually had an off season since I took the job. Uh, you know, three years ago, 
you know, so all in all, I'd say, you know, it was a tough process. Last year, we lost the Onya for a little while. You know, we're actually playing Weehawken um, coming up this week. And actually, I missed the game last year because uh, I had a quarantine against Weehawken. So that's something that we're, you know, I missed it. And then, uh, you know, half of our team missed it last year. So our Leonia kids never got a chance to play against Weehawken last year. So we played uh, Weehawken last year, game one, with 18 kids and no Leonia kids. So, you know, it's been a up and down process throughout the whole year. You know, we came in. As a group, we had about 16 kids three years ago. And now, you know, right now we're getting in the 30s, you know, with some added freshmen and things like that. So it's it's been a, you know, all in all, I have to say, yes, it's up and down. Right now we're, knock on wood, we're in the uh, in the positive realm. Hopefully we keep it going forward. But, you know, like I said, the good thing about this union division move is that every week is hopefully competitive. So, you know, wins, losses, they come. But the competitiveness that, you know, I have to say – you know, the other divisions are super competitive. And, you know, right now this for us is competitive football. So every week is exciting, you know, so you never know, you know, who shows up, whether it's a 14-7 win, 14-7 loss, you know, so all in all, it's exciting. Awesome. Nice. Um, you know, Coach, I, I know, again, three years I mentioned at the helm of the program, and I always forget, you know, the your first two were, like, unusual, very unusual circumstances. That's a tough time to, uh, you know, take over a program. So uh, kudos to you, um, you know, for doing that. Um, my question is for the players. Um, guys, Coach Kroenke has talked about the importance of consistency in the football program, and he just spoke about the program in general as well. You guys have now been part of his program for at least two to three years. Can each of you describe from a player's perspective what it takes to be a player in the Palisades Park football program? Um, Greg, why don't we start with you? Honestly, it just takes, like, heart and dedication. Last year, we had a bunch of, like, players that were here and there, like, all about themselves. But this year, we have a bunch of players that are with the team. And they have a lot of heart and a lot of dedication for the team. Nice. How about you, Greg? I'm sorry, Nick. Um, I'm going to have to go off Greg as well on that. It's just kind of just showing up and just really wanting to be there. This year, we uh, we have a lot more people. They're really excited about playing. Every practice, we see the same pool. We have, like, one or two kids missing. Everyone was coming out wanting to play, just ready to do it. All right, Nick, I'm going to come back to you, quarterback of the Ooh, team. I, oh, I I'm sorry. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. That's We're all right. not on our game tonight. <laughs> well, that's speak for yourself there. Just kidding. Uh, coach, I wanted to, um, you know, we like to give as many players as possible recognition on our program. It's one of the things that really kind of prompted us to even start all in on high school sports. So I was hoping you could highlight some of your players that have an impact on this year's squad, including, of course, the two young men that you brought with you tonight. Yeah, well, you know, we wouldn't be anywhere, I think, without the group itself. And, you know, it's funny because you mentioned some of the names that were uh, – you know, giving some shout outs on there. And they're, they're all, you know, I have to say as a group, especially, you know, the last two weeks, more than anything, it's been a team effort, you know, whether it's the offensive line, the defensive line, you know, you had Jesus over there who was given a shout out before, but, you know, uh, he stepped into a new position in the last couple of weeks. You know, I can't, besides these two I have on here, you know, it's really, it's a, it's been a total team effort. So, you know, the, the last two weeks, we've really changed around. We had, you know, we have the Adons of the world. You have the Lathans of the world. Yeah, you, you know, um, 
you know, I could say Dan, Rock Lee. We call him Rock because he's obsessed with the Rock, but his name's Dan. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we as a group, I gotta say, we have, you know, and, and it started, you know, from the the kids growing up, and you know, Nick started at one point as a freshman in this offense, you know, and not so much the offense, but on the team, you know, we changed it a little bit to cater to some of the kids. So I gotta say, it's a total team effort. Everybody's learning. You know, we're still learning every week, but as a whole, I can't. I, you know, I gotta give it to the offense, defensive lines, and you know, in general, uh, I'm proud. I have to say, I'm extremely proud of every kid on this team, whether it was the freshman that you know came out a couple weeks ago, or you know, we have three. We're three running back offense at points. You know, I pull fullbacks out. You know, weekly to try and put somebody in. You know, we put we pulled the kid in last. You know. Nick went down uh, for, you know, at, on fourth and one, uh, he cramped and uh, had to play quarterback and I had to pull another fullback in just to give him a little push, you know, uh, behind Greg. And, you know, Josh Cho came in there cold off the bench and came in. So, you know, I got to say it's a total team effort. Nice. Awesome. That's great. Uh, okay. Now I'll get back to Nick. <laughs> so as coach said, quarterback of the team, you're leading up, you know, you guys have a, a very nice rushing attack. What is your offensive mindset, especially with your run game? And, uh, you know, if you want to talk about the offensive line a little bit, but just as the quarterback and, like we were saying, your running attack, what's the mindset? Well, my mindset going into almost every run play is I'm just looking for the guy in front of me, just my line, or it's Greg who's always blocking for me. Like, they're, they're always out there. I couldn't be like at the stats where I am right now without them. Whenever we do the wedges, even last game against Emerson, Greg, if you look at the film, Greg's always behind me, pushing me. Again, it's just a total team effort. I just go out there just tr having trust in all my teammates, just knowing they're going to take me where I got to be. Awesome. And I'll come to Greg. And again, also you're also obviously a big part of the rushing attack on offense, but you're also the leading tackler on defense. So can you talk about the defensive mindset of your team? Um, on defense, first couple games we were a little rough, but then we really came together, put in some key pieces, and just fly around the ball, gang tackle and everything. Just play ball out there, have fun. Nice. Okay. Coach, I was wondering if you could tell us a little about your both your short-term and long-term goals for the program. You know, in the beginning, and it's, it always will be this, that uh, – my short-term goal was to actually get more kids and try to, you know, get a get a little bit of a community buy-in, so to speak. But you know, my long-term goal, and and they know this, is to, uh, you know, was to develop that, you know, the, those friendships. And you know, I we say family every single day, and you know, that was one of my main goals was to develop that. And you know, it finally, you know, it took me three years, and you know, some interesting times. But you know, I really think. You know, not, the kids aren't just saying that every day. It's, you know, it's what's developing. So, you know, that, that is my long-term goal in general. You know, I, you know, we had a kid drive by today, you know, three years. He, my first year, he was a linebacker. And he finally screamed out. He goes, Coach, you broke the curse of uh, one-win seasons. You know? So, you know, it, that actually just happened a couple hours ago. So, you know, you know, they still drive. You know, even my first-year kids, I, I'd like to say that, you know, they're still around. They try to be visible. So that, that's that been my goal all along is to want the kids to have to come back, you know, see the other – see the kids that are in the program and kind of keep going every year, you know, day by day. But, you know, seeing those kids, having those kids around, really develop relationships with the newer kids. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Coach, you got a comment from Coach Carl Ross. 
Um, whether it's 15 or 50 players, coach will get those guys to play every week. <laughs> Believe in coach, and you will see good things to come. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I'm going to go Thank off you. script a little right. bit. I, I want to go to the players, then we'll get coach. But um, Greg and Nick, you know, the Pal Park community, you know, can you go explain a little bit about um, how it is where when you go to a football game, you know, what's the school like? What's the atmosphere like? The fans. And uh, especially now you guys win back-to-back games. How was it in school when you come back on that Monday after the victories? What, how was school like? Um, like, before, past couple of years, like Coach said, we've always had one season and claimed to be a curse. And we had a motto this year. It was undo the normal. And we just played hard under the normal. And the atmosphere around was just – no one really, like, wanted to go to see the football games. Everyone was just like, the football team's going to lose and all that. Even after our first one, people were like, oh, it's just one win. You guys, it's going to be a normal season. It didn't, and we got two wins in a row. And the atmosphere around has changed. And, like, on the loudspeakers before school, they're talking about the wins and the players and me and Nick getting nominated for uh, football player of the week back-to-back. It's just the atmosphere has just went up. Nice. Awesome. Nice. What about you, Nick? Um, I go to Leonia, not Powell Park, because, you know, we're connected. But um, usually, like, when, after a football game, uh, past things, people would just – no one would even come up to me and say, hey, you guys really tried. It would just be, like, a normal thing for a football team just, you know, losing. But this year, all the time, I always have people coming up to me saying, hey, you did a really good job. Can't wait to see you next week. Uh, I'm really excited to see you guys play. And it's a really good change. It really makes me feel like yeah, it gives me that extra boost of confidence when I go out on the field. That's awesome. Awesome. And, Coach, what about you? What would you say? How's the uh, just the environment and stuff like that with the school? And especially how's it been now that you guys got the two in a row and you got that quote-unquote curse of uh, one win uh, off your backs? Uh, honestly, the, even our our first game when we lost to Elmwood Park, it was a really tough team. Um I looked up in the stands at one point and I saw a student section and I haven't seen a student section ever at Powell Park, Leonia, you know, so there was, you know, 30 kids all dressed, you know, ready to go. And for me, you know, yeah, we lost, but you know what? They're still, they were back again. They came back, you know, they're, they're, they didn't go anywhere after a loss and they actually got to see a home win for once, you know? So that to me, even that first game where we saw a student section to me, I looked up and I even said to the coaches, I was like, wow, we actually have kids here. That's great. great. Changing yep. the culture. That's fantastic. Uh, our next little segment we like to do is called Rapid Fire. So we're going to fire some you know, quick questions out at you. I have a feeling we might get some audience participation from YouTube. Yeah, with some of these oh, questions. yeah. <laughs> hope, these kids, hope, the, hope the rest of the teammates can. So two-part question. Um, again, we always ask this question where for towns that we don't really go to a lot, and um, and we do follow up with the places. So whatever you guys say, we will follow up. So I'm going to go. We'll go Nick, Greg, and then Coach. Perfect. In the Pow Park area, give me the best pizza place and best deli to get a sandwich. Um. All right. Pizza place. Well, in Edgewater, because that's where I live, I would have to say it's probably Brothers. And deli. Um, hmm. I don't, I, I don't, I actually wouldn't, I wouldn't know on that one because I don't really know. Actually, in Leonia, my deli is really good. My deli is really good. All right, Greg, what about you? In Palisades Park, the best deli is Banners. It's, and then the best pizza place is Donna's, and it's a great thing because they're right next to each other. 
All right, Dak just said brothers and banners, so there's there your go, banners. Guys. And Coach, what about you? Any recommendations? Uh, the only thing I'll say is that because the uh, two plays that have been great to me and us as a program uh, are J and J bagels. You know, they help us out every week, and then uh, both Urban Tomato and Sarge's have been great to us. So, so you know, we used to do that. So. I, I'm going socially based on who's who's helping the kids. I'm looking there for that. So, you know, that's all I deal with. Anybody that can help us out, I'll, I'll gladly support. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Great point. We're going to stay on the food here. This one's a, a quick a quick one. If you're going for fast food options instead, are you a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Wendy's, or a Chick-fil-A? We'll stay with the same order. Nick? I'm going to have to go with Chick-fil-A, you know. You just got to get that classic chicken combo sandwich. <laughs> I'd have to go with Chick-fil-A too, but there's a Wendy's not too far from Palisades Park, so I'd probably just go there instead. <laughs> Great minds think alike, so I'm going to Chick-fil-A for the uh, trio. Oh, on ran that. the board, ran the board on the Chick-fil-A. Vincent nice. Palmieri saying Urban Tomato is insane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, Aiden oh. chose Chick-fil-A. Yeah, okay, Aiden chose Chick-fil-A. Um, all right, I'll start with this one with Nick again. What give me one? What would be the best pregame song you could hear? Come on, whether it's home away, if you, if you that's gonna that that would fire you up the most. One pregame song. One pregame song. Ah, oh, you put me on the spot here. I have to, <laughs> hey, we never said they were easy. Um, off the top of my head, uh, I would. You know, I, I actually don't know because I just kind of whatever the team puts on just kind of puts me in the mood. So I, I'm sorry, I don't have an answer. That's to fine. That's, that's right, fine. That's right. Greg, what about you? Anything in particular? Um, there's just one song the whole team listens to. We all know the words. It's uh, called "Wicked" by one of like a pretty famous rapper. His name is JMB Juvie. Coach, hey, coach, you have anything? Is that your choice too, Coach? Just kidding. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a solid no on that one. <laughs> we have quite the different uh, music selections. I gotta say, I gotta give it to Emerson because they had the Rocky soundtrack playing. Oh, that's that. good. That's so, a good one. That, 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 one will that do. was good. It was on repeat, so that, I mean, I heard the same song a couple times, but it was good. That one will do it. All right, my next one is Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas. I'm going to have to go with uh, Nike on this because, you know, it's just classic brand. You could always get good stuff, like nice shorts, you know. Nice. Um, me, personally, I'm more of an Under Armour guy, so I would go with the Under Armour. <laughs> Myself and the coaching staff all has Adidas sne uh, game sneakers, so we're going with that. <laughs> all right, well, we got one of each. I think that's a yeah. first. Nice, very nice. And here we go. We got to ask you this, obviously, because we're talking football. Nick, favorite NFL football team? Broncos. Oh, my oh! God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a first. What? I am a diehard, diehard, diehard Denver Bronco fan. Diehard. I wish yeah, I could show I, you I the get, sports room. I get, a, I get a lot of tough talk from my teammates for being a Broncos fan. Well, you so know what? Here. I'm not alone. You're a little young. All you got to tell them is 97, 98, 2015, they have nothing to say, and we're going to be I, back. We're going to be back. I, we're doing good this year. We're three and one already. You know, we're coming back. Hey, I, uh, my, you made the night of the I show. I was just gonna say you definitely made his night. <laughs> All right, Greg. What about you? Um, sadly but surely, the New York Jets. Hey, you guys just had a huge win this week. Come on. Yeah, but one and three. 
hoping to make a comeback. All right, so let me ask you this real quick: Are you a do you are you a believer in Zach Wilson? Though, do you think he's the guy? Um, I have no choice to believe, to believe, but I was a, I was a believer of Sam Darnold, and as you can see, he he played well and he's playing well in Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I was right about. Nick, uh, Coach Breslin saying, so there's now two people in the area that are Bronco fans. I feel for you guys. He's just jealous because he's, he's a Washington football team uh, fan, so he's got nothing to say. And Coach, what about you? New, New York Giants. Okay, there you go. All right, very nice. There All you right. go. Oh, well, let me ask Coach. Let me ask Coach. <laughs> Daniel Jones, are you a believer in him? Is he the guy for the next 10 years? Listen, if I can believe in Nick Palermo as a freshman at 15, I'll take Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right. And Jesus is saying, yeah, big blue. So he's jumping <laughs> in on that. <laughs> All right, guys. If victory, our last rapid fire for you guys, if victory celebrations were allowed, what would your victory celebration on a touchdown look like in the end zone? I would personally, you know, just do a classic spike, you know, nothing too original. Just always feels good whenever I do it in backyard football. So. <laughs> nice. I'd probably just jump around with my teammates because, I don't know, it's just simple, plain, just get happy. Yeah, we don't want even coach to answer this because we don't want any <laughs> yeah. 15 yard No, we're good, we're good with that. We don't want anything with this. Just hand the ball to the ref and was, get back in the huddle. If and that's they it. were allowed. If right, they were if allowed. allowed. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. We want to wish you the best of luck the rest of the season as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us on as well. Yeah, no, thank no, you very much. We appreciate it. We, we'll definitely follow up with you guys. Yep. We'd love to come catch a game yep, one time. Yep, yep, and, uh, again, definitely love to guys have you on later on in the season. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No thank problem. You. Thank, thank you, you, Coach. Good night, Thank guys. you, guys. Right, have a great you. night. You too. All right. So a little Pal Park football. Yep, off to a good start. Um, awesome. And uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick saying, our great friend, Coach Breslin, great job, guys. Kenny saying, best of luck, fellas. And uh, just what were the odds when he said, I, I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. <laughs> that was great. I that was just like, I, I had a no. true, a true. That was the first time that happened, right? I, uh, yeah. I don't think we've had another Broncos, uh, as Coach Breslin pointed out. Probably uh, the only uh, two uh, in the area. We, <laughs> listen, we got to go to. Oh, uh, you know what we should have asked? We should have asked him how he came to, with you. You know, it was during the John Elway era. Yeah. You know, so I'm, well, I guess is he a Peyton? Maybe Peyton. Yeah. I'd say Peyton. Right. He'll get All back right. to us, but I'm yeah. going to say Peyton. We should we should have asked that. I, I dropped the ball on that. So we'll have to have them back and follow up Wait, on that. Wait, you dropped the ball on yeah. that? You don't drop the ball on stuff. <laughs> All right, we are ready for our next guest. Should I bring him in? Absolutely right, bring Paul him in. Johnson is here from St. Mary's Football, so let me get him in. Hello. There's Coach. Yeah, you can hear me. We yes, hear yes. Can you hear us? Okay. Yes, we're good. We are good. All right. There well, he is. Welcome back, Coach. Let me introduce or reintroduce you to our audience. This is a return guest. This time, Coach Johnson joins us as the newly appointed head coach at St. Mary's High School in Rutherford for football. And he previously joined us in his other role as a trainer at Fast in uh, also in Rutherford. Correct, Coach? Linhurst. Linhurst. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. In Linhurst. Linhurst. All right. Welcome back, Coach. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me on. I'm coach, again, and Coach and I go way back. We coach together at <laughs> St. Mary's. Great guy. Uh, unbelievably, unbelievable coach. So, Coach, but congratulations on getting the job. 
Um, when I heard Thank it, you. I was like, oh my God, I said to Jen, we're getting them on, we gotta get, I think the next day I was like, <laughs> I congratulated you, and I'm like, let's go, you're jumping on next week. Yeah. But um, real quick, so how does it feel to now be the head coach of such a storied program, St. Mary's, and not only that it's a storied program, but it's one where you start at and you won a lot. How's it feel? I'm still waiting to wake up sometimes, I think, because it's something I've always dreamed about, but the field that I was in with having my own business, I never thought it could be a reality. Um, especially with my family, the business, you know how hard it was for me at the end of my career um, with Coach Sheridan, like being spread thin so many different ways. Um, so really, it's like a dream come true that I didn't think could come true. Um, every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe this has actually happened. Um, and I'm super excited. Couldn't be more happy with what's happening and how the kids are reacting and really echoing everything that me and the staff are. On top of that, the support from Coach Sheridan, from St. Mary's, from the alumni, from people like you and Coach Marshall at Fast really taking it over there. Coach Tuero, who I help out in Lyndhurst, and I do a lot of their training, and I help them out, and I was there every game day from their support, their whole coaching staff. It's just very humbling, and I can't believe how much support I have. It's a great, great feeling. That's awesome. A few weeks ago, we actually had on Coach Mike Sheridan. He joined us on like a special edition of Coaching Legends that we do. And he spoke at great length, not about only the football tradition at St. Mary's, but also the St. Mary's experience in general. I was hoping if you could elaborate on what makes St. Mary's such a special place to be a student athlete. Oh, great. So it's just such a small community that it's very tight. Um, number one, you have God involved with it, right? That's what sets us apart. Um, a small community and tradition of toughness, of meeting people from outside of your town and networking yourself to all over town. So it's like almost like you're going to college, but you're not in college yet. You're getting every cursor to be that person. And it's just a great feeling. I'm telling you, like the small community of it's one of the only small parochial schools left, I feel like. Um, yeah. And it's really priceless. It's priceless. It's guided me. Um, without St. Marie, I would not be the person I am. Coach Sheridan's like a father to me. Coach Jones was like a father to me. My religion teacher, Kevin Jones, Jack Jones' brother, um, I feel like taught me everything I needed to know the first day of school, the golden rule, treat other people like you want to be treated. First day of school, I was like, I'm good. I got it. We're good. <laughs> All right, so I got that. So here's the the million-dollar question, Coach, is how are you going to get St. Mary's back to where it really belongs to be? By being true. By being true to who I am, who St. Mary's brought me up to be, right? Coach Jones and Coach Sheridan installed this from the beginning of the days. It's God first, family second academics third and then football fourth and coach jones used to have a funny saying of it depends who's asking with academics and football but that ain't true. <laughs> that's good <laughs> but, but that's not true no more it's not true no more maybe back then it was but people are so competitive in the classroom right now it doesn't matter how good of an athlete you are if you're not a good athlete i mean if you are a good athlete and you don't get good grades you're not going to get a chance anyway so mm -hmm. that's why it has to be that way now it's not an option 
You know, you, I got to go off script for one thing. You talk about Coach Jones, and I just thought about this because when Coach Sheridan was on, he mentioned Coach Jones a lot. You're mentioning Coach Jones, and I just say, if if Coach Jones was here today, how great of a guest would he be on this show? It would be censored. Oh. Who knows what would go on this show? We would be, fa- you know, how they got Facebook banned flagged. yesterday. We'd be flagged for a couple months. Uh, a couple of comments coming in from Katero. Uh, I don't want to say. Hykova, I got a really good feeling about this new coach. Uh, and our good friend Kenny Kirkpatrick, Coach Johnson, welcome back and best of luck at St. Mary's in the future. Nice. Very Thank nice. you, guys. Coach, I know it's only been about two weeks, but can you highlight some of your players that are on this year's squad? Oh, my God. I mean, I got Darius Stone's little brother, Demir Stone, uh, who I've known for a long time from coaching at St. Mary's. He was a little tight walking around the fields, him and his other brother, Dimitri throwing the ball around when they were probably, I don't know, six, seven. So I've seen him back then. And then I've been able to train him throughout the years at fast. He's always come. Um, That kid is special, very special. The leadership qualities that he has are unmatched by anybody. The kid's got no quit in him. There's not one thing that he can't do. Um, That kid's amazing. Um, Then I got another kid. He is a star, Suleiman Pitts. He just transferred in. Um, from East Orange. I have a great relationship with him and his family because his older brother is one of our coaches at Fast. And it just so happened I wasn't even there when he transferred in. Um, we just kind of set that path up. And it's just a great honor. He's very raw. He was at East Orange. He was just playing running back. Now he's got to be a two-way player. Not only is he a monster in size, but he's a monster in the classroom. He's super smart. He's only a junior. Those are two juniors. Um, Charlie Schimenti is, uh, you know, one of the toughest kids around. He is small in stature, but that's about it. His heart is giant. Um, we have a ton of freshmen. We started six freshmen on offense on Friday and five on defense. Wow. Um, which is kind of, I told them after the game, it's unfair to them in a way, but they'll be better for it. They should be having the time. They should have the time of their lives right now. If they had a freshman team and a sub varsity team and a JV team, they'd be beating people up pretty good and having the time of their lives. But right now, that's not the fact. They're getting calloused up right now, um, getting thrown into the mix. But all the kids that are able to stick it out are going to benefit from it. Nice. Uh, All right. So I want to. I want to get back to Friday night now. It's your first game as a head coach. You've been, like you said, you've been a coach. You've been, you know, we've been together. Uh, You've done it also in big games, but now you're the head coach. Like, this is your first game. As you're the man, you're the head coach. What's going through your mind? Give us a little, you know, we talked to Coach Catrona from Woodridge, and he was telling us, like, what his, you know, was going through his mind, his speech. He gave us his speech. Like, what was going through your mind? What did you put in your speech a little bit? And uh, just how was it as your first game as head coach? Man, it was surreal. Like, it was it was amazing. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think I enjoyed it way too much. <laughs> or you, Yeah, for real. Um, my eyes were, I, I told the kids this too. I, I will always admit my mistakes before I call them on their mistakes you know, during film, when we get out of that film. So I, I told them about my mistakes. I enjoyed and soaked the moment in so much and was so happy to see so many former players there. There was so much support from that aspect. I was saying, and to be honest with you, 
my eyes weren't in the right place offensively sometimes, Kurt. So I wasn't seeing blocks that should have been taking place that I should have made an adjustment on. Um, I wasn't seeing gaps that they were penetrating and I should have made an adjustment on. So with all that being said, um, I soaked it in too much. I had too much fun, but I'm going to learn from that experience. It, yes. It's not going to happen again. And in the long run, I think uh, from a loss, we came together even better as a team rather than a win. With a win, they would be like, ah, we got this new head coach. We got some energy and we're winning. And we have a lot of things to fix still, like practice habits. These kids, a lot of them are freshmen. A lot of them aren't even football players yet. We started with 17 on the Friday I came in. We have the number up to 24 right now because I'm in the school. I have relationships with kids that I've trained in the school. Um, and they're all buying in and they're all coming out. So, you know, the left guard, um, I think Coach Holson and Coach Sheridan got to come down a week before I got there. He's our starting left guard. He's a freshman. He's a baseball player. He's going to be a stud if he sticks it out. He is a big body. He's physical. But just for we we installed a new offense and a new defense in three days. It's not it's not fair to anybody. And these kids picked it up. Uh, not perfectly, obviously. If we did pick it up perfectly, I think we would have come out with a W. But it's like not realistic to ask these kids in three days. I mean, you remember what it was like. We're yeah. in camp right now. Right, we are in right. Camp making adjustment of positions of. We got a new kid coming in. All right, this guy's gonna move here. You got to move to another position. Right. They were running the wing. Yeah, they were running the wing T and a three three stack before we came in, and that's not the kiss no more. Yep. And you know what? Like I just envy you. And like like you're saying with the, you know, and it's like okay, well, you go to assistant coach, you be a head coach, but you know what? You have a whole preseason. You have two three scrimmage games. You know, right. you didn't have nope. that. You were just like nope. boom, you're in charge. And like you're yeah. and like you're saying. That change of an offense in three days, I mean, right. you're doing stuff that, you know, might take 10 days in camp. So, yes. you know, I definitely understand that. And you yeah. got to give those kids a lot of tons Absolutely. of credit for, Absolutely. like, you're saying. Nope. And, and they're freshmen. Right. And, the, you know, and the but, youth to, to, but yeah. I will say this. And I know you said it to me, but, like, it, like how it is now is freshmen. But next year, like, that's the stuff where they're not going to be, like, we'll see how they are next year. They're going to have these rest of these games under their belt, and they're yep. going to be ready to roll, you know? So that's yep. a great thing. Yeah, we have, we really do. We got players everywhere. They're so, like, I wish we had a camp. We got another baseball kid that came out, Bradley Higgins. The kid throws 85 of baseball, and he gets this football out. Like, you couldn't believe. Like, so to have time with him to play quarterback, and Demir, who's our quarterback right now, who I don't want to move, can do anything. He's a ridiculous wide receiver. I just wish I had more time with these kids right now. Uh, but we don't, and we'll get it, and we will be back on top soon. Awesome. Nice. Coach, you know, um, when we think of you, we think of someone who's positive and enthusiastic and passionate, which just comes through every time we talk to you. And they say attitudes are infectious. Are you hoping that your team will exude some of those characteristics as well? There's not even a doubt that it already has um, that the kids are buying in after the game we lost. They were talking about practice habits, what we're talking about. Um, they are enthusiastic about getting coached and getting coached tough, um, but with tough love too, right? Mm -hmm. Not just tough because we care. We want them to be better people, not just better football players. So they are. They're buying in, and I'm super excited about it. The, even all the parents, um, I just got off phone with one of the parents, and she's like, 
she's telling me, she's like, I love you. I love your attitude. I love your passion. And I told her, I was like, I've only been here, let's say it was Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. I found this out. Friday, 10 o'clock in the morning. Where are we at now? We're on Tuesday. We're, so we're a week and a half in. I feel like I've known these kids for years. Like, there's no, like, uh, I'm just trying to feel them out. I feel like I've known these kids and coached these kids for years because of the realness and the kids are buying in. They're doing what we're asking them to do. Uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick, you will get there soon. Coach, can't wait for the turnaround. And Coach Kip Finley, go get it, Coach. Give us a comment. You know what? And and, and we had, um, and again, it's, you know, we didn't mention it tonight, but um, our good friend and a good friend of the show, uh, Coach H, passed away. Legendary New Jersey high school softball, high school basketball. And we were talking last night how for two programs, he built them from, you know, they were down. And especially the the Immaculate Conception when mm-hmm. he brought them to like back to powerhouse. So how do you feel of like like how excited are you to be like I'm gonna get it back to like because again when you talk St. Mary's I mean that's a power you know like yeah. that's a power. How does it feel like you're in charge of like I'm gonna you know and and your and your attitude is just awesome when it's like we'll be back we're gonna get it back like how much yeah, forward, we're gonna, how much forward you like look wanna, to doing that? Yeah, I don't want to think way too far ahead. I can say that we will be back because we will. Um, but it's a day by day process. Yep. Like it's, you know, it's moment by moment, by moment day by day. Uh, can't have no evil looking forward in that because we're at St. Mary's. It's just going to happen because right. that hasn't been a fact for the last few years. There's a lot of work to do, right? There's a lot, a lot of work to do. And I'm excited about the work. I mean, listen, it's hard for me to sleep. I'm going to sleep. And uh, last night I was drawing stuff up with my hands in the dark because I couldn't put the lights down. <laughs> And I'm sweating in my sleep. I, I think I lost 10 pounds because <laughs> just nonstop. It's go, go, go football. Because, like I said, it's unfair to the kids of installing a new offense and installing a new defense. So it's my job to try and make it as easy as possible on the kids, put them in the right situations. So it's nonstop um, work, work, work. But I have tons of support and tons of help from – Guys like Richie Tuero, my brother who joined the staff, the current staff that is still involved, Danny Hicks out in Duke, who's got his plate full. He's a college football coach, mm-hmm. and he still calls me all the time, gives me hints on huddle because I'm not the best computer guy. <laughs> so he's getting me screwed up on there, and that's an adjustment I have to make, and I have to get better. And I'm going to continue to get better every single day and give my best effort. Um, and the kids are doing the same already, so – we just got it rolling day by day better every day awesome nice. well as you know coach as a return guest uh our next little segment is called rapid fire oh. hope, we're not, <laughs> hope you're not gonna see any repeat no, no, questions I think, i'm pretty I think sure we good. didn't repeat anything i think we're good <laughs> okay so coach uh, you obviously played in a lot of big games as a player you've coached in a lot of big games as a coach where are you where were you more nervous as a player or a coach coached coach because you can't go do nothing <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you can't go out there and hit somebody <laughs> right so definitely as a coach because you know you want to call the right thing you don't want to put the kids in a bad spot you're out there playing you're just playing man you just gotta do your job not just hope everybody does the right job. yeah not even close it's not <laughs> even close <laughs> All right, Coach, you played at St. Mary's for Coach Saradin. So is there a drill that you ran in high school with Coach Saradin that you're going to be bringing back to the field in uh, 2021? Happen, 
It happened for the first time today. <laughs> Ends against the world, man. We were running that sweep against everybody we could put up there. Now, we don't have as many as we used to, so it wasn't as many, but man, did it get the energy going and get the physicality going. And these kids were loving it. Um, you know, it's hard to be very physical this stage of the season, but we have to be. We have to be. They're young. We need to learn how to be physical. We need to, I'm going to stay on the term of getting calloused up. Um, so the sweep drill, sweep drill's back. Nice. There you Very go. Nice. All right, so Coach, you're a big Michigan fan, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. All right. Yes, Two parts. I mean, listen, listen, right now, it's just St. Mary's. Like someone, I was talking to someone the other day, they were, they were like, oh, you're watching a Steeler game or something. I was like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got I got to ask you, because you are a Michigan fan. So they've off, gotten off to a really good start. I think they're in the top 10. Two-part question, yeah. are they for real? And mm. even the more important question, is this the year finally Harbaugh is going to beat Ohio State? <laughs> oh, man. Are they for real? I mean, they're a good team. They run the ball really, really well. Um, I believe the backup quarterback freshman is going to be the guy who's the guy. I haven't watched a ton of games, but that kid looks electric. Um, I think he's a difference maker. I don't know if that first string guy is. They hide him a lot. Um, running the ball, playing defense. So the verdict's still out. Um, are we going to beat Ohio? Now, State? I've gone on record, Coach. I've said it from day one, not even before the opening. I said Harbaugh is going to do it at home this year. So do you agree with me? It's hard to say yes. <laughs> it's hard. You got to nothing say to say yes. yes. You have nothing to back you, but I'm going. I'm I got going with nothing, it. man. It's been complete domination. So they haven't even, like, it's not even a rivalry no more. It's like a little brother just getting beat up. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to say no. They got, they got a freshman quarterback to, uh, I can't answer the question. <laughs> he doesn't want to commit. Rapid fire. The tough, the tough questions it. in rapid fire. Coach, you may already have this, but I'm going to say, do you have a team motto for the season? Team motto. The biggest thing is family, right? We are a family. No one's getting left behind. Um, that's what it's about. Coming together, having each other's back through the thick, through the thin. So it's family. Family is the biggest motto. And then really what the motto is, we went back on before, God, family, academics, football. Nice. Okay, and a Jessica Johnson saying, good luck to our favorite coach. Love, Aaron and Logan. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, guys. And my last one is a fill in the blank. St. Mary's future is blank. Bright. Very bright. Nice. And these are, I got some, some memories for you here. What was your biggest win as a player? Biggest win as a player would be, uh, sheesh, probably the Immaculate Conception game when I was a sophomore, just because we were big time underdogs. I tell you, I always let you know my mistakes first. The first play of the game, Coach Schmidt, I wish he was on right now. He would have loved this. <laughs> All week we're going over. I'm outside linebacker, my quarterback. I'm a quarterback. 
Um, but we're in tight and they run this flood pass. And he's like, don't jump up on the fullback. Don't jump up on the fullback. First play of the game. What do I do? Jump up jump on the fullback. Full <laughs> touchdown right over my head. Seven nothing. The year before they beat us 56 to nothing, I think, in the playoffs. And it's like, oh my God, here we go again. We're going to get routed and it's on me. And we ended up winning 14 to seven. We never let up another point. Um, that was priceless to be a part of. I think Coach Sharon was, was talking about that game yeah, when we were asking so. one of his I think games. You're right. yeah. There's Coach yeah. Toro saying, "The best of the best, my brother. Love you, Paulie. So proud to call you my brother." There <laughs> yeah, he is, Coach Toro. Love that guy. All right, and then my last one is that was your biggest win as a player. How about your biggest win as a coach to date? Ask her. Holy Cross. Oh, Holy Cross, yeah. Come on. The, coach, that, I was telling Jen, that was the night. I remember I don't, I, I left school at about 10 o'clock. We had, what, a beautiful uh, buffet. We go oh, to yeah. this place. What did, I remember all week, this place, they gave up like 27 points all year. We're not going to score mm. on them. We jump on them. Coach Sheridan was fired up. And I just yep. remember Quadri saying, guess we're practicing on Thanksgiving morning. I said, yeah, guess we're practicing. <laughs> that, that was yep, a great game. You- bunch of D1 guys. Mike Amaro put that D1 kid in the back of the end zone. Yep. Um, man, that game was awesome. That, that was, was great. great no one no one gave us a chance and we went in there and we took it too. I just remember going in there, Coach, and uh, I remember them saying, okay, you guys are going going to go into the second gym to like, that's your locker room. We said the second gym. This thing's bigger than like <laughs> yes. the Meadowlands Arena. Like, yeah. Second gym. They just came down from group three, three I think. Right? Yeah, it we was like a small little. Oh my God. Uh, Coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. We wish you nothing but the best, and we're definitely going to keep in touch and follow up with you and see how things are going. Thank you so much for having us on. Um, Look forward to seeing you guys in the future, maybe at a game, whatever it was. We will check out a game this year. Come to homecoming. homecoming. We are. It's home, right? Is that Bago? Who's that against? It's against Butler. Butler. It's the 50-year anniversary of uh, the Thomas Holden Award. We're okay. going to have all a, a whole – we're trying to get all the Holden Award winners to be there. They're going to oh, be honored at halftime, so it's going to be a great event. Nice. Awesome. Very nice. Awesome. We got, we, we, yep. I think March, we should try to get into yep, that. Absolutely. absolutely. Yep, I think that's uh, October 16th, I think, next oh, Saturday. Next Saturday. Right. Awesome. Right, Not this Saturday, next Saturday. Yep. Thanks, awesome. Coach. Thanks coach, so thank much. you so much. Good luck, and – uh Go gals. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank Good you, night. coach. Good night. There he is, Coach yeah. Johnson. Again, the uh the passion Absolutely. and the enthusiasm. You know, I think Richie was... Tuero, Coach Charles saying, I'll be there. Paulie, give me a headset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um uh what was I gonna say? The I think it was Coach Breslin who uh who said um, in one of his comments that he loved his, his uh, enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, like, I'm telling yeah. you. And that's, again, working with Coach, he was always like that. Like, that's how he was, you know, as an assistant. Um, regardless of offense, defense, he loved his special teams. That That's how Coach was, and uh, that's how he is, you know. And like you're saying, it's just going to get to – it's going to go right through to the uh, to all the players oh, on the absolutely. team. Absolutely, and he's saying it already sees it, which is great, you know. So that's that's fantastic. Um, we're waiting for Mr. Kirkpatrick. Mr. Kirkpatrick is in and ready to go. So, okay. Uh, want me to bring him in? And we, we can, can bring Mr. Kirkpatrick okay. in. Alrighty. We're gonna have to go over because somebody dropped the ball on a sheet of the actual records. Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> who do you think that is? Um, I would take a guess that it's you. It is. It is. <laughs> So, uh, 
Hey, Kenny, how you doing? Doing good. How's it going, guys? Good, good, good. Thanks for joining us. It's always so nice when we can get you live to do your picks. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoying a rare Tuesday off. No better way to do it than on the best high school sports talk on earth. <laughs> uh, well, Kenny, let me just get this straight. You didn't call out sick or anything tonight, right? Like, no, we're not going to no, get... No, 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 we're no, not... No. Oh, okay, good. We don't want to get in trouble here like that. Well, I, may, I may call out sick tomorrow because the Yankees are losing 2 nothing. Yeah, they are. I know. I, shit's early. But, um, all right, so what's going well, on? You know what? Let, let me really quickly go over our uh, week five results. So our guest picker was Antonio Bargell, right? And then we had our usual suspects, Kenny, John Beelan, myself, and Kurt. So um, our guest picker and Mr. Beelan tied for, I'm sorry, that, yeah, no. Why am I having trouble with my numbers here? The week five results. I'm sorry. Kenny, sorry. Bad news. They rounded out the bottom with a 14 and 11 on uh, week five. Right. Then our guest picker and John Beelan finished at 15 and 10, so they tied. And then Kurt and I tied for the week at 19 and 6, which brings us to our overall standings. We have Mr. Beelan and our guest picker. The guest picker, remember, is a culmination of all of well, our I'm, pickers. You know what I'm going to do? But before you do, I'm going to go on because I know I... I Coach Breslin is a little disappointed, I believe, in me that I did not have the, the, the I didn't have it up. So let's do this. Give me Beelan's record. Uh, overall? Yes. Well, okay, so our overall record now, 67 and 35. Is, is Mr. Beelan and the guest picker. So 67 and 35. Yep. And then the guest picker. Is also 67 and 35. Okay, 67 and 35. Mr. Kirkpatrick is at 68 and 34, so tight, tight, tight there, separated by one game. Okay, Kenny, I'm sorry again, one more time. 68, 68 and 34. 68 and 34. And then a tie at the top, me and you, at 72 and 30. 72 and 30. So that's all of our up up to the moment results. Okay, so the stats are in the comments now. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Breslin, yes, I want to see the standings. There's the standings. And you know what? Let's do this because Kenny's for, a great just, friend. I'm know, sorry, I, Jen. I, I think that the reason, and Kenny, you'll appreciate this, is that I did the standings on Sunday and emailed them to Kurt on Sunday. So it's almost like doing them that far in advance. Coach like... Breslin's saying, let's get a picture of the standings. Come on, exactly. Kurt. Sent it to him on Sunday. You Sent know, it to I, him on Sunday. We'll put on the show. It's almost like, Kenny, it's too early. Well, let, well let's <laughs> do this because Kenny's been, Kenny's been, you know, getting on me for this. And I want to do give him props for this. He did call the upset of the year yeah. last week. Yeah. Don Bosco over yeah. St. Peter. So I do want to give you props, Kenny. You know, you should have gotten maybe and you know me. I like that. to take chances. <laughs> you so, do. Sometimes, they, sometimes you have weeks like I had last week. And sometimes you have weeks like I had the week before <laughs> to take those chances. Right. All right. So and I then, got some more. I got some more chances tonight. All You'll right. see in our okay. picks. And uh, just so you know, uh, our guest speaker, our guest picker was uh, Jim Haig from the Observer, uh, but he wasn't able to come on, so he's going to get us our pick. So picks, we will yep, yeah. get in there with the picks. All right. Uh, Coach, awesome. And Coach Brown saying, "Jenny, send me the standings. I will make the picture." I made oh, we the, got picture. the picture. I know. Thank you, Coach Breslin. I I would lo I would love to. I if you want, if you appreciate your help. I had the picture. This one didn't get it up. <laughs> I didn't get the email. Yeah, yeah okay. we'll point the, I'll point them on. <laughs> My screen too. This guy over here. Oh come on! Uh, all right, Kenny. Um, so in absence of our guest picker, I'm going to throw it to you first on each of these games, if you don't mind starting us off. So sure. Thursday we have O and four Weehawken at two and two Palisades Park. 
well, watched the show earlier, and how can you not enjoy listening to the Palisades Park coach and players? Uh, that being said, I had Palisades Park winning this game before that, but even if I didn't, I would have changed my mind. I got Palisades Park 27-12, and they're going to improve to 3-2, and two, and uh, wish them best of luck. They were great guests. They were great. Thank you. Um, I am taking Palisades Park. So is Mr. Beelan. So that leaves you, Mr. Valenti. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to sweep the board. I, I, I totally agree with what Kenny says. And we and Kenny almost had identical scores. I got 27-6 Pal Park. And I think Pal Park and Coach Cronkey make it three in a row. So I will go Pal Park. Nice. All right, that's actually a Thursday night game. Moving on to uh, the first game on our Friday slate, we have three and one Hawthorne at one and three Garfield. Garfield seems like Kurt. They got their first win last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Congratulations, Coach Santa Coach. Seventeen nothing. Uh, beat Lodi. Absolutely, uh, Jen. This is Kurt and my. Uh, and myself's alma mater, but I think they're in a rebuilding year. Hawthorne looks really strong from what I'm seeing uh, each week. Uh, I think the bigger question is Goffle, Griller, Johnny Hanges. Those are two uh, nice little hot dog places in Hawthorne. I'm going to have Hawthorne, all joking aside, I'm going to have Hawthorne 33, Garfield 14. Me and Kenny are just like, where did Kenny get my score? <laughs> all right, well, uh, so Kenny picked Hawthorne. Mr. Beelan is picking Hawthorne. I am picking Hawthorne, and I'm guessing you're picking Hawthorne, too. Well, you know what? I'm going to pick Hawthorne, but I'm going to tell you, you know, that win, Coach Breslin saying Goffle Grill, the Becton win opening day against our Becton guys is still very it, – it's still – it just keeps showing how impressive mm -hmm. that win was, mm -hmm. and they lost a heartbreaker to Rutherford. So I just think, again, congratulations, Coach Sander, Coach Garfield got a big win versus Lodi. But I just think it's it, too much firepower. And, Kenny, I'm with you. I'm going 35-13, so we're close. Very close. I like, that's scary. It's yeah, scary. It's it like is. a mind meld. All right. Our but you know what, Dan? It's, it's because we're from Garfield. We know our yeah. Garfield boys yep, yep. very well. So this might be the only agreement we have on <laughs> All right. Our next game is 3-1 Pompton Lakes at 4-1 Rutherford. I've been a big fan, and Kurt knows this, I've been a big fan of this Rutherford for team for two years now. they got a nice little program over there in uh, Rutherford. And uh, when you had Coach Sheridan on a couple weeks ago, he, he praised their quarterback. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm going to say, say that quarterback for Rutherford pulls it off in the fourth quarter in a tight game, 20-14 Rutherford. All right. I'm picking Rutherford as well. Mr. Beelan has Pompton Lakes. I don't know if my friend and colleague from work, Tracy Ann, is watching, but I did tell her that you blamed her for your Pompton Lakes pick and miss. So I wonder if uh, what, I wonder where you're going with this well, one. This week. I'll show I'll show you how my notes start. My notes start. Sorry, Tracy Ann. There's no way I'm going against Rutherford. I they burned me all year long. No way, Rutherford at home. And this is scary again, Kenny. What's your score? 20 to 14. Mine's 21 13. <laughs> Rutherford over Pompton well, Lakes. You know what, Jen? This is the first week I think that I didn't give Kurt the picks earlier in the day. Yeah. So now we're getting the same, you know. That's funny. That's Kurt, funny. Kurt, can't, Kurt doesn't have the, the notes in front of him right. to go right. different. Well, you know what I love, Kenny? You'll appreciate this one too. I did my picks 
like you know before Kurt did his tonight so I, we're sitting at the dinner table and mine are done and he's working on his and he's like uh who did you take in the uh and I'm like you'll find out <laughs> on the show <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He asked me. He asked me if I had any upsets tonight. <laughs> He's unreal, unreal. All right, four and one. Becton at one and two. Sea caucus. I always say that C-Caucus. wrong. Sea caucus. Coach Longo and the Becton boys don't even ask me. Forty-one thirteen. Becton. All right. I think. Uh, I am not going against them. Yeah. Ever. That's that seems to be the uh, the theme of of our show recently. So uh, I agree. Taking Becton as well. Mr. Beelan taking Becton, and... Okay, I'm just going to say this. Next Friday night, Heights at Becton. This Friday night, Becton's going to get a shutout. I'm going Becton 34, Seacaucus 0, and that's not the question. What are we all going to do next Friday night, Heights Becton. We're on the spot because we keep saying we're not going to go against them. Which one of us is going to crack and go against them? I don't know where I'm going because that's Heights and Becton. Out of, out of respect to see caucus and all the high school game, all the high school teams, I'd never pick a shutout. That's just my rule. But I could see Becton shutting out see caucus. But out of respect to the okay, teams, I don't like to give a shutout. Fair. Nice. All right, moving on to our next game, two and three Woodridge at four and one Wallington. Here's upset number one Ooh. on the slate from Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Woodridge and Coach Katrona gets that team back on track. Wallington had a big hiccup last week against Glenridge, right? Forty. Park Ridge. Park Ridge. Park Ridge. They lost forty-two nothing. Right? Yes. Okay, so I think that's going to be a hangover after losing like that. Coach Katrona's team on the struggle right now. Upset alert here. Woodridge gets the upset 20-20. All right. I'm going that Wallington bounces back, especially being at home. I'm going to pick Wallington. Mr. Beelan is picking Wallington. And Kurt? Mr. Kirkpatrick. It's why we're such good friends, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I'm with you. I just filled mine in. I went a little closer. But like I said, I think Wallington last week... Listen, that that that's they just didn't lose. All right, they had a tough loss. I think Coach Katrona gets them back on track. Close. I'm gonna go 21-20. It is on the road, but I think Coach Katrona's the little physicality gets them, and I'm going with the upset with you, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I don't know if you heard Kenny, that that's, that sly line in there. I just filled it in. I'm just gonna. Throw well, it I did. I just I filled know, it in. I know. Every <laughs> game will be picked before my my okay. time. Nice. That one was two two. I like it when we're two two. I know. I know. Those that's good. Those are the Love difference it. makers. All right, moving on to our next one. We've got Bogota, 3-0 and at 3-2, and Elmwood Park. Going back-to-back upsets here. I'm going EP over Bogota. Coach Mulligan and Elmwood Park are gaining momentum and confidence over there in Elmwood Park, and I think it's going to continue at home against undefeated Bogota. I'm going 28-26. I think the extra points missed by Bogota is the difference. All right. I'm going to say that Bogota remains undefeated. Mr. Beelan's picking Bogota as well. And Kenny, perfect. Perfect. Let her and Beelan be on the same page. That's a bad combo. They'll never win. I'm with you. Huge, huge game in um, the Union Division. I talked to Bobby Blackjack. He said he's going to be uh, there live on Friday night um, streaming it. 
Uh, he said the fans are fired up, you know, because technically they're like 3-0 and in that division. The other games, I think they lost to Lindhurst and somebody else where it doesn't count. It's not this Union Division game. So uh, this may be for the division. I'm going Bobby Blackjack. I'm going Coach Mulligan. I'm going 26-20 with you, Kenny, Elmwood Park. Uh, Ooh, this is scary. Mr. Beelan, I'm just going to throw out there that you and I are often on the same page. I make that comment, and... I'm, I'm hanging out in first place with well, you. Mr. So, Beeler's not in first place. I don't but, know what you're but, talking again, about. A lot, but I always come. Even when we did our first right, Mr. Tonight. Kirk Patrick has a good week every other week, Kirk. Remember <laughs> that. This is my. This is going to be my this good week. This is your on so. week. <laughs> this is my on week. All right. We've got 4-1 Eastside at 3-2 PCTI. Another tough game on the slate here. PCTI has been looking good. Eastside, you know, our good friend Kevin Rilly's teachers over there. I've got another upset here. I'm going to go PCTI at home in a high-scoring game, 27-23, and they pull off the upset at home as a home underdog. All right. I have... But real quick, Beelan saying tag team in these picks, hoops. <laughs> That's the way it goes. All right. This um, Mr. Beelan has Eastside. I have Eastside. Um, yeah, Kenny, this is one where you're, you and I are not going to agree on. Reality hit. Reality <laughs> hit. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I put my face for Kenny. That's Kenny's face. Got to go here. So Kenny went, and Hoops, you're going east side. East side. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. Listen, um, you know, PCTI had a, a, a tough loss versus a very good Clifton team. Um, but east side's really good. I mean, they, they lost, I want to say, 14-6 only to Highlands. I'm going to take them on the road. I'm going to go 24-13. I'm going to go east side over PCTI. All right. Moving on to 3-2 and two Westwood at 4-1 and one Lakeland. been wrong on this Lakeland team for a couple of weeks, so I'm not going to go against them here at home against Westwood. I think they're going to pull away in the second half. I got them winning 28-13 over Westwood. All right. I have Lakeland. Mr. Beelan has Lakeland. You know what? I'm going to go solo on this one. Mm. They're more tested. Catch up on Mr. Valenti. They're more tested. I know Lakeland lost to um, Ramapo. Obviously, Ramapo's a great program. But Lakeland, I'm sorry, Westwood has, has been more tested in their games. I'm going to go mini upset. They toughen out the win. A little more physical. I'm going to go 27-20. I'm going Westwood with a little mini upset. All right, we got some uh, we got some differences here. It's good. All right, we've got two and three Wayne Hills at three and two Pascack Valley. Two even. I don't want to say evenly matched teams, but I'm gonna go. I think Wayne Hills is finding every which way unfortunately to lose. <laughs> and I'm gonna say it's just gonna be another way they lose this week. And. Uh, I know the Rampo, Coach Breslin and Gibbs, I know their rivals coming up soon. Uh, you know, they'll be playing Wayne Hills in the upcoming weeks. But I'm going to go Pascac Valley 17, Wayne Hills 14. Pascac Valley wins in overtime with the field goal. All right. I agree. I think this is going to be closely contested. I, I, I agree with you, Kenny, too. I kind of feel like I'm waiting for Wayne Hills to kind of like that Wayne Hills-ishness to kick in with this particular squad but i'm still picking them i'm going wayne hills i feel like it is all that you know um history is just there and i think it's just going to click with this team um so i'm picking wayne hills mr Beelan is picking wayne hills and uh hoops i agree with you you know great point you know they lost three games right 
but by a combined 12 points to three really good teams. So uh, I think no letdown, no loss this week for them. And they, they bounce back and they get ready for next week with Ramapo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick them 31-21, Kenny Solo on PV this week. <laughs> Belen saying, let's effing go hoops. Nice, Belen, yep. We had a mind meld this week. All right, our next game is 2-3 and three, Wayne Valley at our good friend, Coach Breslin, a part of the coaching staff there. Good, uh, one of, tunes in all the time for us. 5-0 and oh, Ramapo. Who you got, Kenny? Well, you know me with the green and white teams. <laughs> I love those green and white. But Wayne Valley's green and white too, right? No, they're blue. Not a little blue. Yeah. I'm thinking something that somebody I'm thinking of State Valley and our good yes, friend Antonio. Uh now I got Ramapo obviously winning this. Uh I think they're gonna stay undefeated going into Wayne Hills. Coach Breslin, Coach Gibbs get the job done. But I'm gonna say Ramapo falls short of forty. And they went thirty four to thirteen this week. <laughs> I see up, yep. All right, we're on we're on a sweep for Ramapo. I've got it. Beelan's got it. And... I got it too. You know, can Kenny you made a great point. Can Ramapo be looking ahead to Wayne Hills? I don't think with Coach Gibbs. I think they have a focused week. Mm-hmm. Um too much scoring for uh I know Coach uh Roger there at Wayne Valley, oh. really defensive coach. So I agree with you. I think thirty five, so I agree with you, Kenny, on forty one. Uh, they don't get to the four, but thir- I'm going to go 35-14, which is very close to you. But I'm going to go Ramapo, and I can't wait for Height Specton next week. Wayne Hills, Ramapo. Woo! That's Hills just thinking about it. How are we going to watch bowling? All right. Get the stream on. <laughs> We've got a- another good one slated next. Two undefeated teams. We've got 5-0 and Northern Highlands <coughs> Excuse me, at 5-0 and Clifton. Is that this you, Clough, and you don't want to make the this, this is a tough game to pick. This should be a playoff game at MetLife, the way these two teams have been playing. I got to go with the home team. I think they get the advantage here at the home field crowd. They went, Clifton's going to win a playoff-type game in a playoff atmosphere. It's going to be crazy over there at Clifton. And uh, Clifton's going to win a tough Hard fought victory, 28-21. Clifton remains undefeated. I mean, this is just insane, Kenny, me and you. Because <laughs> you didn't, we didn't talk. That's why you couldn't say I know. <laughs> By the way, Coach Breslin saying, Roger, great guy and coach, looking forward to playing them. And uh, and Beelan saying, Mustangs all day. He does have the Mustangs, as do I. Kenny, and before, I agree. real quick, before Yankees now down 3 nothing, another home run off of Mr. Cole. The, uh... I think it's going to be a, a I, like you said, playoff atmosphere. I think both these teams are just going to be so, you know, fired up for this game. So, but I am giving Clifton the edge. Um, again, I think it can go either way. I really do, but I'm going with Clifton, as is Mr. Beelan. And you know what? As is Mr. Valenti, because, you know, I, I have the score here. I'm going to go 28 24, and I think this is what it is. And you know what? I'm going to put a little pressure on my good friend. Coach Coyne, because he's the O-line coach, and I think they're going to do it running the ball. I think Clifton's got the weapons, the kid Sway, uh, what's his name, Swayze, he's like, you know, their little, like, slot guy, but they got good running back, they got the kid Bells, the quarterback, but I think their running game, Coach Coyne, get it done, baby, running game, 28-24, they, can, they beat them with the run game. All right, our next game is 3-1 and one Fort Lee at 4-0 and oh Demarest. 
Is it Demarest? I'm sorry. Is it this is Dumont. The one I, Dumont. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dumont. Yep. I was going to say that I read Kurt's handwriting no, no, wrong. No. I, 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 I actually did read it correctly when I did my picks, but I just reread it. That's my fault. Yep. Dem, uh, Dumont. Okay. I'm two small schools I'm not too familiar with. I went against, I went with Fort Lee last week and they lost. Uh, I'm going to take Dumont in a tight game, home team, 21-16. I'm going to go Dumont. All right. I have Dumont. Mr. Beelan has Dumont. Mr. Valenti is going to go D Dumont, too. Like Kenny said, Fort Lee lost game number one last week. I think they lose game number two this week. And Dumont stays perfect. All right. Our next game, four, this is another one that's going to be a good game. This is another. This is one of the rare Essex County games that's been thrown in for my benefit. We've got um, neighboring towns here. We've got 4-0 Caldwell at 5-0 Cedar Grove. I did a little research on this, and it looks like Cedar Grove might be the better team on paper. So I'm going to go Cedar Grove at home, and they pull away late in the second half. I'm going to go 34-21 high scoring game. This is another one I had trouble picking between these two teams. Um, I think Caldwell's going to have the slight edge, even though they're on the road. So I'm going to pick Caldwell. Mr. Beelan, this is one of the few ones that we uh, had – Disagree on. He's picking Cedar Grove. All right, Kenny, I'm going to throw some stats at you. You ready? Go ahead. All right. Cedar Grove is averaging 40 points a game. Caldwell is giving up less than five points a game. I mean, I'm a fraud if I take Cedar Grove. Defense wins championships. Defense gets this done. They're going to hold Cedar Grove to half their points. 21-20, Caldwell on the road. Their defense shuts Cedar Grove somewhat down. They win the game. Hoops, me and you. <laughs> that's on that that's one. first one tonight where it's just the two of us. Such a rarity. All right, 3-1 and one, Hanover Park at 5-0 and oh, Ramsey. This one may sneak up on Ramsey. Ramsey's had a nice run this year. You had Coach Bear and the boys on last week. Hanover Park's going to give Ramsey a big scare, but Ramsey's going to win it late with the boys By the way, front. by the way, Coach Bear's checking in. He just said, oh, boy. So <laughs> I got my paper. This is great. This I is got great my paper. I'm going to say Coach Bear and the boys up front in it late, 28-20. And, Coach, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's 28-nothing. <laughs> but you're going to get that. You're going to remain undefeated, Coach. I agree. And you're a great guest, by the way, Coach. Love, love, he love is, the interview last week with you and the boys. I agree. I pick uh, Ramsey. You know what? What was I mean? They were impressive on many levels, but you know what I loved about Coach Bear and his players was their focus yep. last week. Yep. So I think um, that he that... said, "Don't do this to me." Lol. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going uh, Ramsey as well. Mister Beelan has Ramsey, and I have a feeling you're going to make it a clean sweep. Well, you right? know what? Before I make it a clean sweep, I'm going to give you my notes. What did I say last week? I said Ramsey's running game, right? Danny Veenstra had a quarterback, a lot, you know, big time rushing yards. I'm going to do it again, and I said it again. Coach Bear, they're good. Listen, Hanover Park going to score a little. It's going to be, you know, a little boom, boom, boom early on. But then Coach Bear and the running game, Danny Veenstra with the running from the quarterback <laughs> position. I'm going 41-27. Ramsey stays perfect. And there you have it, Coach there Bear. There you go, Coach Bear. <laughs> the Ramsey running game, baby. Spread them and run them. That's right. it. 
our Friday slate gets completed with our out-of-state adopted team, Huntingtown 5-0 at 2-2 North Point. Just like you, Hoops, I got a Maryland school on the slate. <laughs> he tosses a uh, bone no, to I, each I, of I Coach Bear saying, Park Tavern, wait, right, Park Tavern pizza on me. All right. We're holding Coach Bear to that, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm Let's coming go. up for Park Tavern. I got to come up. I got to come up to New Jersey for some of that. Uh, wait, I spoke oh, wait, to Bashan. Oh, oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. Bashan, I spoke to Bashan. They definitely want to be a guest on an upcoming show. So we'll work on the work on that for okay. you guys. But that being said, uh, Huntingtown undefeated. They're playing another team close by next county over. They may get caught looking ahead a little bit because next week is the rival and they're both undefeated, a team called Northern. Both rivals every year and they're both undefeated. So they may get caught looking ahead. So I'm going to say Huntingtown, they do get to 6-0. and Hard-fought victory. They get ready for undefeated Northern, and they win 21-13. All right, some of the inside info there. I have Huntingtown remaining undefeated as well. So does John Beelan. So does Mr. Valenti. And Beelan saying all of a sudden Kurt likes QBs who run. Huh, Kenny? No, no, no. This is power run love, game, Ramsey. I love power how run game, calls baby. Him out, though. No, no, no. He can call me out all he wants. Power run game. Um, not finesse. Power. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with Kenny, with you guys, Huntington. I'm going 31-7, maybe a little look ahead. But like Kenny said, their running game down in Huntington is legit. So I'm going to take uh, the team that plays, that runs the ball and plays defense. And I'm going to be at the game live next Friday. So. Oh, nice. Awesome. Very nice. That big right. game. So I'll be chiming in. Hopefully I can meet up with some people there and uh, spread I the word I, out. About I thought you were going to say hopefully you meet up with us. <laughs> I think we're going to Maryland next week. All right, we're going to round. Yeah, via, via, the, via satellite. Yeah. <laughs> round out our uh, five games to go with our Saturday slate. We have 2-3 and three Don Bosco at 3-2 and two Del Barton. Pat myself on the back again for the Bosco pick. You did. Congratulations. I've been, I've been pushing hard for my boys at Del Barton. You know, I can't go against them. So I'm going to go with Del Barton again. They have not been getting blown out against the, the big boys. And Bosco pulled off a major upset last week. Barton's at home now. They lost those two games on the road. Barton gets back home, and they spoil Bosco's back-to-back -back victories with a late touchdown drive in the fourth quarter. 14-10, Del Barton. Yeah, I think Del Barton puts a stop to the Bosco uh, success here. And I have Del Barton as well. So does Mr. Beelan and Mr. Valenti. Yeah, like Kenny said, congratulations, Kenny. You did call him last week. Um, you did have the upset. Um, but, you know, I, I think Bosco, just like you guys said, like, Kenny, you made a point of they're not getting blown out. I don't think it's about getting blown out because they're always in the game. I watched that whole game versus Bergen Catholic. They were right there. They were a series away from beating them. And I think in a low-scoring game, Del Barton finally beats one of the big boys. I got 13-7, very low, but I'm going to go Del Barton with everybody. So it's a sweep? It is a sweep. A lot of yeah. pressure on Del Barton, I can say that. <laughs> All right, we have 4-1 Hudson Catholic traveling to 3-2 Morris Catholic. That game will has actually been rescheduled for Monday. Just a little scheduling note on that. Okay. A little scheduling note, the Battle of the Catholics here. And they here. You, you got niece that goes to Morris Catholic. I can't go against Morris Catholic. That's Kurt's adopted team. <laughs> Morris Catholic, 20 to 14. They get the job done in a tough battle at home. 
It's interesting. I don't know if I'm, I'm curious to see if it remains his adopted team this week. I uh, went back and forth on this one, too. I know Mars Catholic likes to put up a lot of points. Uh, they got off to a rough start last week with a lot of turnovers. Um, Hudson Catholic played Irvington really yeah, closely. Yeah, overtime loss. So um, I, I'm giving Hudson Catholic the edge here. They might be catching Mars Catholic uh, at, you know, at, at a time where... I like to see Mars Catholic bounce back, but I think they might be catching him at a time where, where they're going to get him. So I'm going with Hudson Catholic, as is Mr. Beelin. As is my adopted team, Kenny. You know what? They put up a lot of points, but they've been giving up a lot of points. And I think Hudson Catholic, listen, that Hudson Catholic um, went toe-to-toe with Irvington, who's a legit team, who's got a monster game this week. And... You know what? I'm going to go away from the. Hey, you can have an adopted team and not have to pick yeah. them. So I am going to go away until they play a little more defense. I am going to take Hudson Catholic hoops and Beelin in a mini upset. I'm going to go 34 28 in a little semi shootout. All right. Our next... Now, real quick, Jeff, before you get to the next game, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to next last week's clip when he wanted to call me out uh, not taking, taking Del Martin, right? Exactly. Not Del Martin, I, and I changed my mind. On the air, you said that. You, wait, you wanted to call me out for take, not taking Del Martin, and here you are going against your adopted Wait a minute, Kenny. The, when the rules, when he wants to bend the rules, the, wait, let me finish. The line, His line was just, you could go against your side. I mean, he just, just well, changes the, rule. just changes well, the, the rule. rule. He put, his team, up, the he put his team back up for adoption. He gave yeah, exactly. it up. I put my team back up. I did not. I did not say What a terrible I, parent. Yes, he did. No way. <laughs> Yep, the team's back up for adoption. No, no, exactly, exactly. No. <laughs> uh, All right, then I'm adopting Ramsey. <laughs> All right, we've got adopt somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> we've got four and one Riverdale at four and one Nutley. Tough game here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nutley at home because that's another home field advantage. That field on Franklin Ave, and I'm gonna say they are gonna be partying on Franklin Ave. <laughs> Nutley pulls off the victory at home, 28-20. Nutley had a surprising loss last week where they got blanked. Am I yes, mistaken? Yes, I'm not sure right? who. I yeah, forgot I who it was. Who. Um, and I just feel like Riverdale is uh, – I, I, I'm i I'm not sure if I can consider this like a mini upset on my part with Riverdale, but I, I'm going – even though I agree, Nutley at home, but I'm picking Riverdale on the road. Mr. Beelan is picking Nutley. Oh, Mr. Beelan's going nutly. Yeah, Let one of our few. That. One of our few. Oh, John Beelan, just so you're aware, Kurt was assuming we had the same pick and it already Yeah, <laughs> I, I changed that. You know, Riverdale, Kenny, 30 points in a row now their last three games. Make it four. And the only thing that's going to be partying on, what is it, Franklin Ave? You better get yeah. the wings. You better get pizza from uh, Rockies. And you better get Rita's Ice. Because I'm going Riverdale 40, Nutley 13. Riverdale, I think, cruises in wow. this one. Yeah. Wow. This is the first one we disagree big time on. <laughs> two more games, I think, Hoops. Yep, two more to go. Two big ones. So we've got 5-1 and one St. Peter's Prep at 3-2 and two St. Joe's of Montvale. I'm going with the upset here. I'm going to go St. Joe's. Ooh. I'm not going to call this the upset of the year because I think Joe's and Peter's at the beginning of the year, this would have been number one, number two. Joe's got off to a slow start, but I think Joe's in a very high scoring game, 34-28. 
and St. Peter's at second straight loss. I uh, I disagree. I'm going to go St. Peter's Prep bounces back big time. Uh, I have St. Peter's Prep. Mr. Beelan has St. Peter's Prep. Kenny, this is why we're boys, Kenny. I'm with you. Here's the thing. <laughs> You've been like, yes, boys, this evening, not boys, sometimes. It just, like, fluctuates. Now, Beelan's <laughs> saying Joe's the most overrated team. No, I never said that because I'll tell you why. My paper has St. Joe's beating St. Peter's. Again, why, Kenny? Here's the thing. Home, yes. St. Peter's just came off of a physical loss to Bosco. Um, I hope Hangover. Right, but you're on the road, and again, physicality. St. Peter's is more of like that speed. St. Joe's is going to be physical. Run the ball. That's what I think they're going to do. Run the ball, play defense at home. I'm going to go 20-17, to 17, but I do give a field goal to our boy, Nico Duarte, to kick a field goal, but I'm going to go Joe's. And I think Joe's now, with this win, you know, they're, they've been kind of like on the, you know, on the QT of no one's counting them. Postseason? You don't want to play Joe's, I'm telling you. Ooh, no, you don't. All right, and our last game is four and one Irvington at four and one DePaul. Very under the radar Irvington team, in my opinion. You know, they're having a nice little season over there, but now, and I say this with this funny that this is the last game on the slate because this is what I've always this is our motto, Kurt. Uh, DePaul's going to win this game 14-7. DePaul and defense win championships, and that's going to carry into the playoffs. Well, I, I have to agree with you. I had originally picked Irvington, and then I scratched it out because I just can't overlook um, that DePaul just doesn't give up points, you know, and how the other teams have been scoring hasn't yep. even been, you know, against their defense. So uh, I'm picking DePaul as well because of their defense. Mr. Beelan's picking DePaul. And, again, Kenny, me and you got to go play. We got to do something, play lotto or something, because I didn't write on the paper. What'd you, what's your score? 14-7, the Paul and defense win championship. What's my paper say? 14-7. The Paul. Kenny, we're right on the money again. I saw them blank St. Joe's. I saw them go toe-to-toe with Peters. And I think, again, and, and, and listen, Irvington's legit. Irvington's defense is legit, but I'm going to take DePaul making one more big play, 14-7. I'm with you, Kenny. I'm going to go DePaul. Yeah, I could see a I could see a turnover turning the turning the field over, and that's where DePaul gets the the win. So that's what I say. All right, there we have it. But there we have it. I got one thing off script that'll take about thirty seconds to a minute. Can I do it? Well, of course. Kurt, you always go off script. So I got a rank five this week. I didn't give it to you earlier in the day. Usually I give it to you early in the day. Okay. But I like to do it with your with at least one of your guests. So I like to do it with one of your guests. So I got ranked these five high school parks. Richfield Park, Elmwood Park, Park Ridge, Palisades Park, Hanover Park. I, I'm not familiar with so many of those teams. I, I'm yeah, gonna, I know. I'm going to let you. Uh, I know Hanover Park. <laughs> um, I, uh, hard. I give me the three teams again. I got Park Richfield Park, Elmwood Park, Park Ridge, Palisades Park, Hanover Park. All right, I'm definitely. Five high school parks. Well, I don't know how Park Ridge is a park, but I'm going to count Park Ridge. Park Ridge. Oh, okay. Dude, that's, okay, I'll go. <laughs> 
All right, Park Ridge, Park Ridge, far and away one. I'm gonna go Hanover Park, Ridgefield Park, Elmwood Park, Powell Park. That would might be my five. I had Park Ridge, Ridgefield Park, Hanover Park, Powell Park, and Elmwood Park. That's my five. That's good. Right. Beeland went Park. A little rank five. I like to do it with somebody that's on the show. Like like to their school uh, recognized a little bit. So that's my little spin on that. My rank five this week. Uh, Belen went Park Ridge, Powell Park, EP, and then he just stopped. So <laughs> we gotta get his. We'll have to keep stay tuned. He, he, for does, his he does a park. Stay tuned he does the next a episode three. for his. That's almost as bad as Kurt saying Park Ridge isn't a park. <laughs> blank Park, Blank Park. Um, I want to thank Cersei. Thank you, Kenny, for coming on again. We will have um, Jim Hague's picks yeah. up for us, so we will have the guest pickers. We want to thank Powell Park and Coach Cronkey and the. Greg and Nick. Yep, absolutely. Um, and obviously Coach Johnson, a great friend of mine, former uh, coach with him. And I'm telling you, Kenny, buy stock in St. Mary's. Watch what he does. Big. All, all joking aside, we all joke around a lot on the show and stuff, but I truly enjoy what you guys do over there in New Jersey. I just appreciate you bringing Maryland involved a little bit. and It's growing and just keep growing, you know, and it's really enjoyable for me to listen to you guys each week truly mean that and just wait hoops until we have all in on high school sports central and all in on high school sports south coming soon in a partnership with jersey sporting news and more picks baby more picks all right thank you everybody for watching kenny thank you for joining thank you we'll see you guys next week see you next tuesday